the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. I'm Doug, ready to spend some time with Luke Smallbone, one half of the brother team of For King and Country, to talk about what's coming up Friday at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, how life has been for the family during this uh, safer-at-home season. We'll talk to Luke about the story of writing the song together and how his kids played a part in that. And guess what? Luke's sister is back making new music, and we get a sneak peek about what to expect from the guys musically a little later this year. First things first, though, Luke, let's talk about uh, Live at the Ryman. This Friday from the historic Ryman Auditorium, a live streaming concert, and for King and Country, is kicking it all off this Friday night live. We feel quite honored, honestly. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think COVID and uh, this pandemic situation has allowed is it's well, allowed and forced is it's forced innovation. And it's forced us to look at different ways to, to be able to have events and, and moments of celebration and, and togetherness. Uh, for lack of a better term, during quarantine and during, you know, COVID, trying to survive a pandemic. And for, for us, you know, we've had a great relationship with the Ryman for a number of years. Some of our kind of career moments have taken place at the Ryman. And so for, for them to co- contact us and say, hey, would you be a part of launching this, uh, this event, uh, we were absolutely thrilled. And look, you know, even to be able to have a few folks in the room uh, and then obviously pr- predominantly having this be a streaming event, uh, man, this is a delight for us. We're, we're uh, thrilled and, and very excited to do it. And I'm certain uh, no no holds barred, uh, all out, full on show, and the whole bit, right? We've got we've had bent up energy for like the last six months. <laughs> and like for us to be able to come and, and do a show like this, uh, we're going to be able to sleep in our own beds, you know, because obviously we live in the Nashville area, so we'll be able to come in, uh, give it everything that we got, and uh, you know, be able to hopefully put on something that that uh, people can uh, tune into and, and just find uh, a little bit of hope in, in, the, in the midst of, at times, hopelessness. Awesome. Awesome. You guys excel at that. And also, finding the right song at the right time. Talk a little bit about uh, the reaction since uh, Together came out. Yeah, well, man, Together is a, it's a song, actually. It, it, it means a lot to me. And I, I don't say that just because it's uh, just a, a song that, you know, maybe on the radio, but it, it means a lot to me because we actually wrote this song or started writing it about two years ago. And most people thought, oh, you, you know, you had some moments at home uh, during quarantine. You came up with this song <laughs> together. And no, it was actually that two years ago, we were writing it for our album, Burn the Ships. And we, um, I was actually uh, riding cyberly with some friends of ours in California. And I was in Nashville and I had my kids in the car. And um, I thought that I had the, the, the phone on mute while we were writing this song. And unbeknownst to myself, I wasn't on mute. And I turned back to my two oldest boys and I said, boys, you know, kind of cut it out there, acting up a little bit. I was like, cut it out. You know, you guys are brothers. You're in this together. The rest of your life, you're brothers. You're in this together. And uh, I want you to understand that. And so uh, one of my friends who were riding with said, hey, uh, you know, it's funny that you say that. I think there's something about being and journeying through this life 
you know, together that, that we need to, to learn from. And uh, so anyway, the song kind of got put on the bench. We couldn't actually end up finishing it from that day on. I don't think we opened it up again for, you know, maybe a year and a half. Well, we started working again on this song last fall and, uh, and tried to finish it up for what we thought was going to be a deluxe edition. And we found ourselves up in Canada this year when the, the kind of the NBA shut down and basically the world started to come to grips with what was going on. And I said to Joel, after playing a show, I said, man, together is a song that we need to finish up right now because we didn't know that this was happening two years ago when we started this song, but we really need to uh, realize that we're in this together. And, and look, there's some difficult moments taking place. And, and if we fall, we're going to fall together. But when we rise, we need to make sure that we, we rise together. Wow. It's an awesome song and uh, interesting to hear a bit of a backstory that some uh, parental admonishment uh, leads to together. <laughs> hey, however we can come up with a song that gets stuck in people's mind, even if it's a little parenting and a little bit, a little bit of discipline, we'll take what we can get. <laughs> well, how, how has it been for you and your family, uh, th- this, this new normal? Uh, has it been good? Has there been more times together? Has it been stressful? Oh, man, I think the thing I've realized about the pandemic and, and quarantine is for everybody, everybody's story is different. And it's difficult to take, you know, somebody else's story and try and interject it into your own because everybody's story really is very, very different. My, my wife and three boys, uh, we live in the country. And uh, we, you know, for the most part, other than not going out a lot, our, our lives have kind of maintained the same bit more been, been the same other than I've been home. And so for us, it's kind of been a, a small delight, you know, and I like I, I understand that that's not everybody's situation and, and I get that. But, you know, I, I've had my boys come up to me and was like, so, Dad, what, you know, when, when do you have to go again? And, you know, to actually be re- to reply and say, you know, I, Daddy's not probably going anywhere for, for a while to see their kind of minds open up and go. So you're going to be here on Saturday and Sunday. And you're like, yeah, I'll, I'm going to be here. That's been it's been really uh, it's been a wonderful thing as a dad because, you know, what we do for a job most of the time going, the hardest part is saying goodbye. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to, to where I can bring my family along with me quite a lot, but that doesn't mean it always takes place. And uh, so it's been the, the, I've been home the longest I've ever been home for since my wife and I have been married. And we've been home, uh, sorry, we've been married for 10 years now. So that, that'll tell you a little bit about how, how much travel there is involved. You hit on it, family. Certainly, that is a key. And I can remember back to when I first came to uh, Nashville in 1998, and I was so enamored by this girl's uh, cassette that I had listened to called God. And then the first time I got to meet uh, your sister, Rebecca, and connect with your dad and just uh, see um, the amazing foundation that you kiddos come from. Uh, And now I would be remiss. I mean, you and Rebecca are singing the title track on the new release, so she's back. She's back. Yeah, man. I, I was uh, very fortunate and lucky that she uh, she asked me to kind of be a part of writing uh, a couple songs and then also uh, singing on one of uh, her latest, uh, well, her latest album is called uh, uh, an album called Dawn. And then I was a part of writing and, and then singing on uh, the song uh, called uh, Dawn as well. It goes by the same uh, title. And you know, it's funny, you know, uh, she went away for a little while, and I was the little brother who was out writing songs all the time, and, and uh, in the early days, she was kind of helping us out, right? Uh, kind of helping us write songs and do different things, and it was kind of cool to be able to be a part of, you know, back, you know, 
this is the way that I write songs now. You know what I mean? And, and to kind of stare a little bit with her, uh, you know, maybe some of the things that I've learned. And uh, it, it was a it was a really uh, a special moment. Well, I would have to imagine that that's kind of like a, a unique gift that not a lot of us can relate to in the sense of having a career that's shared with your siblings. I mean, there's so much uh, complexity into what you guys do and obviously be, being able to relate because you've both been there in so many different ways. And obviously you guys were out with Rebecca back in the day. I mean, you, you have so much relatability. Yeah, man, I think one of the, the greatest gifts that God has, has given me and I think my brother is that we were we struggled for a long, long time in music for one, and for the most part, there's not a job out on the road that I haven't done myself. And uh, my sister gave us that opportunity, and, and I also got to see what it means to lead with grace and compassion. And uh, my sister always had time for uh, you know that that person who came in at the last minute. You know, she always had time for the one who was feeling left out. She always had time for the person who felt unloved. And uh, look, as far as uh, siblings are concerned, those are some of the greatest lessons that you can learn in life. And uh, she put that on display for me as a child. And I grew up with that being, you know, her legacy. And so, you know, I think I tried to live out, you know, a lot of the things that uh, she taught me at a young age. Awesome, Luke. Love that. Rebecca St. James' new project is called Dawn. And uh, speaking of new projects... What's down the road for for King and Country, Luke? One cool thing that we do have uh, that the, the pandemic has kind of produced is uh, Joel and I did find ourselves with a little bit extra time, and we're like, you know what? I think we should make a Christmas album this year. So we have a Christmas album coming at you uh, probably the, the end of October, beginning of November, which uh, we I'm listening to final mixes uh, uh, this week. If, uh, if you can imagine that listening in 90-degree heat. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So is it a, a, a mix of classics and originals, or what's kind of the percentage on that? Yeah, it's about, uh, I think we've got three originals on there, and then uh, the rest are classics. Okay. And so uh, it's kind of, you know, Pekin Country's been known as a little bit of a, uh, a Christmas band, but yet we've never actually had a Christmas album. We've <laughs> just done EPs and singles. And so this is our, uh, this is our best attempt to, to give you guys a, a full-on uh, for King Country Christmas. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for that heads up. Has it? Does it have a name yet or still thinking? A Drummer Boy Christmas. 